The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. It's eight minutes after eight. Thanks so much for tuning in. And now, earlier this week, we heard a lot of outrage from television viewers, including, um, you know, those on social media, criticizing TV channel Mzansi Magic for showing a love story of a couple that met when the bride was only 14 years of age. Now, our perfect wedding showed the groom telling viewers how he actually uh, slept with school children as a 28-year-old taxi driver and how his now wife had to compete for his attention. Some South Africans believe that this was irresponsible broadcasting and that the use of content of rape uh, rape culture as entertainment was a spit in the face of the law and people who are abused. But uh, Mnet Channel has since reacted to the criticism, saying that their reality shows actually reflect our society as it is. But before we get to that, let's take a listen to what uh, Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa had to say. The number of new HIV infections is still extremely high, particularly among young women and girls. And this is where last year I made a call. I made a call that all these sugar daddies must leave our children alone. All these sugar daddies leave our children alone. Go to your age group. Don't go to vulnerable girls and women. And we also call on young women and girls. Please leave these sugar daddies. They are dangerous. Leave them out of your life. This we say because we are told that up to 2,300 young girls, as Mr. Michel Sidibe said, are becoming infected per week. And this affects young girls of ages 15 and 24. On a weekly basis, 2,300 become infected. We cannot carry on like this. This has to come to an end. We've got to bring this figure down and it must start with the adults. The sugar daddies must stop molesting our children. We therefore mount a highly visible national campaign to decrease new HIV infections, particularly in this group. We are going to mount such a campaign to raise the awareness, the awareness of young girls about the danger the danger of sugar daddies, the dangers of having unprotected sex. While we have programs to reduce new infections in this group, we need a highly visible nationwide campaign to significantly reduce new infections amongst these young people. We need to spread the word about prevention, encouraging all sexually active South Africans to use condoms consistently. And that was Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa. So on the forum of date this morning, we're asking, are we as a society romanticizing rape culture? The lines are open 891 You can SMS us on the number 34701 or you can tweet or Facebook us at AM Live on SAFM. And uh, to kick off this discussion, we are joined on the line now by Yolisa Pathe, who is uh, the CEO at Mnet. Thank you so much for speaking to us this morning. 
Uh, good morning, Sakina. Now, following the airing of uh, this uh, past Sunday's episode of Our Perfect Wedding, the million-dollar question has to be why um, uh, your production company actually saw fit to air this particular episode. Well, I have to say that I'm incredibly concerned by what has happened, and uh, we take this issue extremely serious. And I, I also like to say I don't condone it. Zanzi Magic is also completely opposed to this kind of exploitation and quite clearly um, our internal control failed us and we are very sorry about that and are taking action to make sure that this does not happen again. And um, you know, the, the other question is, you know, given that uh, there were obviously various um, controls in place, how did this mm. slip through the cracks? I mean, how is it that nobody thought that there was anything wrong with what was being aired? Yeah, I mean, and that's a very good question. Um, Basically, we are reviewing every part of the process, but I think a lot of what needs to happen is around increased training of staff, um, increased awareness of what actually is right and what actually is wrong, and that, you know, I really do need to stress that whilst bad things happen, as responsible corporate citizens, it's very important to make sure that we, as Mzanti Magic, are able to deal with these matters appropriately and sensitively. The, the, this show should never have been broadcast. Well, it has been, and um, would, would this apology have come if uh, there was no complaint? Well, definitely. I mean, I think as, as soon as we were made aware of what had happened, we would, without hesitation, have, have apologized. I mean, this is an extremely serious issue. I have heard and I did hear what the Deputy President said yesterday, and I completely agree. Um, the fact that underage women find themselves in these relationships is wrong, and as Mzanzi Magic, we are prepared to do everything we can to support the initiatives that the Deputy President spoke about yesterday. So why then was your first reaction to the outrage to defend the position that you took in order to flight it? I think that um, perhaps our communication was not as it should have been. I think initially we were trying to explain that really the story that was told was a story of something which obviously is wrong um, and that we did apologise and that we don't condone it. I don't think we went far enough. I don't think you know we were initially clear enough about saying that it's wrong, it should not happen, and we were at fault, and uh, for that reason, I value the opportunity to speak on um, the radio this morning. Mm, because that's not what you said. You did not come out and categorically, you know, condemn this. You came out and you said, well, this highlights a particular problem in society. We did say that, and as I say, I think the communication was wrong, but I do believe that we also said do not condone that behavior, and... Um, You know, as I've said a couple of times, the communication was not as it should have been. And I'm speaking now, and I'm very um, clear about the fact that this show should not have been broadcast. We apologize to viewers. And again, I'd like to repeat my offer to support any initiatives that um, are undertaken to make sure that this kind of behavior is eradicated within our society. So what exactly are you apologizing for? Well, we're apologising for a programme which was quite clearly inappropriate. And we're apologising for the fact that that subject matter was not dealt with sensitively. 
Well, um, you did promise us five minutes. Uh, if you're with your permission, um, we have Dr. Taleng Mufugeng, and she's um, the person who actually wrote to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission um, complaining about that broadcast. Uh, would you be willing to take a question from her? I will take one question from her, yes. Um, yeah, thank you so much for, for allowing us this interaction. And um, I'm somewhat, uh, you know, having... A bit of a problem. Um, I understand now today is the first time that I've heard an apology from, from your channel and I was very concerned at at the perpetuation of what the crux of the matter was and I thought there wasn't a, an appreciation of what sex is between con- consenting adults. There may be an age difference but the difference with what happened on Sunday was that children of 14, 15, 16, 17 years old um, were exposed to a possible rapist of theirs. And there's women out there who were watching that, who themselves have gone through rape, who were triggered. And, you know, they, they went through physical illness and sickness and, and mental torture by watching that. And many of them have reached out to myself. And I would just like to get, you know, some idea for you. What corrective measures will you take? What what restorative justice um you know, will you show to them? And I think also taking in account what the law says, the Sexual Offences Act, once you've perhaps, you know, interacted with that piece of legislation and see how you yourself fit in in terms of reporting these types of crimes to the police. Because I think that's one part to show responsibility beyond just talking, beyond just saying, now we are sorry, you know what I mean? Because it's like all these days later. Um, the apology then comes. So I think I would like to get from you how you will then deliberately break down and make sure that this rape culture that's in the media, that's perpetuated, that's glamorized, that children are exposed to, comes to an end. Yes, and as I um, have said, and I think, you know, I should say again that we are sorry, and I actually completely understand the reaction and the outrage. It's completely... um, justified. Basically, Mzanzi Magic has and will cooperate with, you know, the BCCSA. We will cooperate with any official um, organization that would like to talk to us about this. And on our part, we will be um, following a stringent um, internal review of what has happened and making sure that our staff understand what is lawful behavior, what is acceptable to be broadcast and what is not. Can I get a commitment from you, if it's okay, that um, I'm a member of the Sexual and Reproductive Justice Coalition, which is a civil society movement. Um, if, if we can get hold of you and perhaps sit down at a round table and, and really just get to the crux of the matter, because I think um, for a station of yours, which the power and the clout um, and the viewership that you have of up to 1.1 million um, for just that episode alone, um, can we sit down and, and really you know, break these things down and, and really make sure that um, you know, we, we show the viewers that you are taking responsibility and take them and, and, keep, and keep them informed. So with your permission, if, if, if that's okay with you, um, you know, we are a civil society movement and we made up of different members and we really, really have taken this seriously because I myself is a service provider for teenagers who are raped. And as a young black South African woman, that was just not a battle for them. It's a battle for myself um, because I also am in fear of rapists every day of my life. And that terrified me, you know, to thinking, 
that we've now aired this episode with absolutely no context, no consequence, no form of remorse from the from the self-confessed pedophile, and we have left it at that. So it, it felt very much to me like it was a stamp of approval on those men who see themselves as that guy who even today, still on Twitter, on Facebook, see nothing wrong with that. And it, it, it makes me ill to my stomach to think that, you, you know, that episode was aired that way and the message was then left that way. And the young women who um, he then also violated are also left, you know, triggered. Some have families. Some may not even want to go back there and it's their right. But we have now forced them back there and, you know, we've ticked a box. And, and, and I think it's it's really... I'm encouraged that you're willing to mm-hmm. to, to meet, and um, I'll take you up on that. Yeah, and thank you very much, and thank you for the opportunity to actually speak this morning. Um, as I've said, we really are completely committed to doing what we can to raise awareness and also to make people aware that this behaviour is not acceptable. It is wrong, and um, I look forward to a constructive engagement with you. Yolisa Patler, thank you so much for your time this morning. And uh, that was the um, CEO of Mnet. And getting on with it, uh, just to reiterate that question that we are asking uh, this morning, we are asking whether we are romanticizing a rape culture as a society. And uh, you can call us with your views, 891 Dr. Taleng Mufukeng, you heard her there, medical doctor and member of the Sexual and Reproductive Justice Coalition. Uh, she's our guest. And we also have in studio with us one of our regular listeners, uh, who is uh, Tikani Vukeya. And he obviously has a view, a very strong view, on this particular matter as well. But let me start with you, Dr. Taleng, uh, 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 finding out, why do you say that this is romanticizing rape culture? Um, you know, to, to understand that, we need to define what rape culture is. And what rape culture is, there are things that happen in society that we have now accepted as lifestyle, which then escalates to us referring to those things that we've accepted as lifestyle as culture. We embed it, we make it, and we internalize it, and then we make it normal as if this is how society is. And rape culture means that the language we use, for example, um, like catcalling, you know, when you're walking around in the streets and the men harass you and, and tell you about, you know, how your buttocks look or they call you nice, hello, my size, all of those things are rape culture. The, the, the legal jargon, uh, and our country has gone a long way in redefining the Sexual Offences Act to really cover all the possibilities, um, which is what highlighted the problem for me on Sunday because that act was changed. So even the legal jargon is important. The movies that we watch, the music lyrics. I'm a hip-hop fan, but I can't listen even to my favorite rap artists once I became aware of the content of their lyrics in their songs. Um, things like TV programs um, and, those, uh, and, and our views as, as people that we think it's okay that an older man can go and target and be a pedophile and treat young girls as zoo animals that he targets for sex. And sex is not something that happens between an underage person and an older person. That is called rape. And even in the media, the way that we report, we always um, see the headlines. The word rape gets substituted with underage sex. And underage sex in South Africa, in law, does not exist. Only rape exists when an underage person is exploited sexually. But even the way that we report, we substitute these words to make them seem less horrible or less shocking. And yet in the content of the body, um, we get exposed then to all of these uh, societal ills. So rape culture means what are you as an individual doing? What are your beliefs that are making the ground fertile 
four pedophiles, four potential rapists to then molest children, to rape children and, and treat them as if they're not human beings, that they don't have human rights. And that's what rape culture is. It's what, what am I doing as an individual to make sure that those people, number one, can get away with what they did, which was what my problem was about the Sunday program. Because now that guy has gotten away with it. And not only has he gotten away with it, he has then been rewarded with an hour slot of airtime on television, um, where he then describes to us in detail very proudly how he molested children and how he was targeting them. So it's very important that um, all of us take responsibility. It's not anyone else's problem, but all of our problem, the media included. And, and, and I think the stance that was taken initially by Mzansi was to say, we are just a mirror to what society is like. We are confronting uncomfortable societal issues. And I have a big problem with that because a pedophile who self-confesses to those crimes, that is not an uncomfortable societal issue. That is a crime, and that needs to be reported to the police. And leave the police to do the investigations. They can tell us mm-hmm. what, what's wrong or what's right with that case. But our responsibility as adults, as per Section 54, is to report those crimes when we even think that they are happening. But does society do this? Uh, Tikali, what's your view? Um, good morning to you, Sakino, to, to you, both of you and... Uh you and your listeners. Uh, you know, when I, uh, when I started hearing about this issue, in fact, uh, my, uh, my view was uh, I have to thank Mzansi Magic, the production company, and uh, maybe Dr. Tlaleng also for um, microscoping this issue. Because obviously, if, if OPW had not I mean, televised the issue, we would not be discussing it as we speak right now, obviously. You know, and uh, it happened at the same time where we, uh, go, uh, we, we are in, on the period of uh, 16 days of activism against uh, of uh, activism against uh, women and children abuse. So I have to thank everyone who was involved in the whole issue. So according to me, if I was maybe like the, maybe the Mzansi Magic, uh, maybe senior or something like that, I was going to say maybe, maybe they must not, I mean, can they show or whatever, or the episode must have just went through as it did. Because mm. obviously it gave us the, the image of how South Africa is. It happens, it did happen, the guy came and he explained. Obviously he did it, so it means it's happening out there. And we always see it and we are doing nothing. The main problem that we need, or maybe the main issue that we need to focus to, uh, according to me, is the issue of how do we solve the problem or how do we keep this problem of uh, maybe these perverts going after young children and everything especially underage because if you can look at she, she was only 14 Hannah, how do we solve the problem? Because in that episode, you know, the mother uh, talks about, you know, her discontent when this was starting. But then she said at some point, um, she said to this guy, you have damaged my daughter and you will marry her. And there's a problem, Sakina, is that we need to realize how deep um, uh, uh, all of this goes, right? This is exactly why abusers abuse children end up being abusers, some of them. It's because we don't assist them breaking out of that state of being a victim, of being uh, of, of their assault, and then being normalized, right? And then they grow up thinking, oh, this is how you behave. And then they then go and perpetuate or do exactly what was done to them because no one helped them to show them that, hold on, that is wrong. So I suspect that woman herself, the mother, she must have been a victim of something herself. She choked her daughter when she found out that she's pregnant, until she fainted. Now, that's, that's another side of abuse that we haven't even dealt with, mm. you know, in, in, in these discussions, because I was just drawn to the whole rape culture and, and, and normalizing and glamorizing that. And, 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 the, and the problem is that 
OPW says they celebrate the journey that the couple took to their marriage and their wedding. And what I'm saying is that a victim that marries his, her rapist, that is not a journey that you celebrate. The tone of the show is one of our perfect wedding. There is nothing perfect about what we saw on Sunday. And we did not need OPW to air that message without the proper context. We heard from the CEO, they didn't even appreciate how how horrific um, what happened was. So clearly we can't even trust them to be responsible on our behalf as broadcasters. And all I'm saying is that the tone of the show is not one of investigative journalism mm. where the context is set and we're highlighting the problems in society. That was a celebration. And the message that it leaves with kids, 14-year-old girls, we've heard the deputy president, they are among the highest HIV infected. The mm. message it says to them is that we, we confuse them. What are we actually saying to these girls? We're saying say no to sugar daddies and on Sunday evening we're celebrating sugar daddies who raped them when they are marrying them. That is a crime and it's a crime against humanity. And we did not need a show like OPW to do that. We have sh- and all of us here cannot sit and say we don't know rape happens because if we say it happens in society, it means it's happening in our homes. So we didn't need them on that type of platform in at that tone to do that. That could have happened any other day on so, any other show. I guess it's disingenuous for OPW at this point to now pretend that that was the objective to try and highlight a certain ill in society. But isn't it equally hypocritical for society to now stand there and castigate when the reality is that we do nothing? As you say, these things happen all the time. They happen in our spaces. What are we doing? as society to actually deal with this particular situation. Hold it right there. We're going to go to uh, the news break. When we come back, we'll open the line. James, everybody else is on the lines. Uh, please stay there. We'll come back and we'll take those calls and we'll get responses. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. Are we romanticizing rape culture is the question we are asking this morning. And um, obviously the hook into this is that OPW episode, but it's broader than that. It's not just about taxi drivers who prey on young girls. What about other members of society? And usually it's respected members of society who do these things before our very eyes, who are sugar daddies and, and, and sugar mommies. Because yes, women are also guilty of this. So what do we do when these things happen as society? When are parents going to start laying charges of statutory rape against men or women who indulge in sexual activity with their children? Or don't they know? Let us know what your views are. 891 is the call-in number. James in Joburg, thanks for your patience. Thank you, Sakina. Um, I just want to be brief here. I've got a slight different view from your, from your guest there. Um, OPW, I think they are not in the wrong, uh, which is currently sort of uh, uh, put out there. In my view, OPW is just it's a reality show. There is no script, there is nothing. It just shows the reality of what is happening in our society. And uh, in this case, what has happened is the reality has been shown out there. What we need to go for, we need to go for the pedophile. And uh, I think all the energy that is currently directed to OPW it needs to be slightly reduced because, yes, they need to have controls in place. They need to have a whole lot of other things purely because they've got responsibility, because they've got a platform. However, for me, everybody who's currently frustrated, just as I am, we need to be going for the, for the, for the guy. 
And uh, it, it is that reason, one of the reasons why this continues to happen in our society, as we speak today in the townships, it is purely because people don't want it to be shown out there. Because currently the, the view from your guest is that when it is shown out there, it is as if we are celebrating uh, the, the guy who has done the wrong. But in actual fact, if you look at it properly, it is showing the reality of what is happening out there, but we need to then act on it. And obviously, in this case, yes, I fully agree that they should have maybe broadcast it. I still believe we should have broadcast it, but with some indication that uh, this is not what they promote and this is not what, for, for, for example, they stand for. And also, this is not um, uh, your normal episode. This is an episode where it is maybe a, an educational kind of an episode. But us not showing these things, it means we've just been, uh, uh, these things are continuing in our communities. It becomes a problem for the parents who are facing a very challenging situation. Look at the parents in this case, for example. Mm. The mom didn't even, ended up not even knowing how to deal with the situation because the guy and the girl, they continued doing their thing, and she ended up sort of budging into the situation. So for me, they need to show these things, but we need to all our energy needs to go for the pedophile. But the law is very clear in this instance, James. This is a child, and you cannot engage in sexual activity with a child. It is a crime. So, yes, so, no so where's disagrees. the confusion there? No, no one disagrees with that. No one disagrees with that. All I'm saying is OPW, a reality show, has just shown it to us what is happening out there. And what we need to do us, we need to then go for the person who's done the wrong. Nobody disagrees with the, that it is a crime. But now what we need to do, we need to go for the guy who's done the wrong. And we say to OPW, put some controls and use your platform to further educate, it's okay. But don't say to OPW, we're not going to boycott you, you're mocking our culture. Some people are so comments, mocking our culture and a whole lot of other things. Completely wrong. Okay. Uh, them not showing, not showing these things, it is the one that is perpetuating what is currently happening in the town because it's happening in silence. Thank you so much, uh, James. Bruce, you're in Randburg. Yeah, hi, ladies. Uh, I've, been, I've been listening to this the last two nights um, on, on 702, getting you know, people phoning in. And um, first thing I want to say is, is, you know, MNET, I also work in the private sector, the banking sector. And, um, you know, it's, it's very good that that lady came on. And, you know, you asked her the right questions. And I can tell you now, heads will roll, okay, at MNET, because despite what people think, a company like MNET, they like to push the boundaries, but what they... What no company in South Africa wants to do is do something that is going to be seen in a, I don't want to say social justice, but a social life. But, but I can tell you, your, bigger, your biggest, biggest problem is not in there. Because listening to the last two nights, there's a, I would, there weren't a lot of people, but there's a percentage of people phoning in. I'll be honest with you, they're kind of saying, but that's the reality of, of the township. That's how it happens. And they're not sure what the big, uh, uh, you know, kind of fuss is. So, Inmates will take this lesson, but I, I think there are a percentage of people who, because uh, I know what you're like this guy, what he said earlier, kind of echoes the point. He, he, he you know, you, you turn out and say, yes, but 14 is underage. But the reality is, okay, I knew girls when I was 16, 17, there were girls who were 14 having sex, okay? This is about an older man taking advantage of younger girls, right? And I think this, you'll find some people are now going to feel, because I think, I'm not saying they've been doing it, but it, it's not uncommon. And now they're kind of feeling almost guilty. And that's what I noticed on, on, on other talk shows. There was a level of kind of, is it that bad? So I don't, I don't really know how you address that. But, yeah, I think it's a good show. And, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very surprised the guy could go on air and say that. I, I was quite surprised. Thank you so much, uh, Bruce. But the fact that it is happening 
does not make it right. And I guess this is where we really need to hone in on the situation. And, and, and if there's more awareness that needs to be created, if we need more education on this, then so be it. You know, some of the listeners on my Twitter timeline saying, it seems from what we are hearing that people don't really understand women especially what rape actually is. Mm-hmm. And that is problematic. But I'm going to come back. Uh, Ngaba in um, Isasa Beach, good morning. Yes, good morning, Sakina, and good morning to Dr. T as well. Um, I just want to talk about, you know, uh, this issue was with regards to the show that was screened by our perfect wedding. It was, uh, I'm calling in from an organization, a community mobilization organization called Amanja.Mobi. And one of our members brought this issue to us and we started a campaign precisely on the point that Dr. T made and also the fact that the fact that we are having a debate around this issue speaks to how deep the problem is in our society. You know, um, the victim is a child, and we as society as well have been sensitized to, to rape such that we, it has become normalized, that we take it as normal, um, that we, and even our responses as well to it, you know, leaves much to be desired. Mm. And, and and what shows you, uh, Ngaba, that this is so uh, normal now in society is the fact that people see nothing wrong in posting pictures on social media platforms. OPW saw nothing wrong in flighting that episode. And, and, and this is where we find ourselves at. However, it does not mean that we should leave the situation, um, you know, to just continue. Something needs to be done. Uh, Kolani and Klerksop, what do you think we should do? Uh. Sister, I want to say, you know, I want to ask the doctor, man, when the kings were teenage, you know, married a 16-year-old, where they were? Why they were kept so quiet? Is it, the, is it the status of a man that matters to this society? Why are we so hard on this man? Yet there are many people are doing this. That we know, we do nothing. We are so reactive to the TV shows. We become active with suddenly now. All along, they've been quiet when these other things are happening. When the king married that young girl, they were so quiet, even it went to newspaper, make the headline, marry a young, beautiful kid from Southern. But today, this is an unknown guy, you know, let, let the Lord take place. Why did he say the Lord take place with the king? Where they were? Hmm? Fair question. I, you know, I'm, That's a fair you know, question, Kolani. I take that. I take that because I, I think we can't be selective in terms of who we actually want to show up when it comes to things like this. And that's the point, Sakina, is that we, we, we seem to be selective because we don't have an amplified voice. I'm Dr. Tlaleng and I do sexual health education to young children. But people don't know that. We were on cutting edge two months ago explaining what rape is and what consent is. But people didn't watch the show. Maybe they didn't remember the show. And the point is there's a difference between me and Mnet and, and, and Mzansi Magic and OPW. Their voice is amplified. They have an audience of 1.1 million. So their era is huge. And that's why I called them out because I didn't feel that they were handling the matter with the sensitivity and the, and the seriousness it deserved. Mm. And what I do one-on-one with my patients, yes, he, the caller may not see the ripple effect, but it is making a life in that individual's life. And we didn't keep quiet when the, when the king um, married uh, underage girls. We are not quiet about virginity t- testing that's violating women's bodies and young girls' bodies and, and making them the sole uh, uh, you know, people responsible for, 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 keep, for keeping healthy mm-hmm. sexually and decreasing the rate of HIV. So we're not did quiet. You do? What but did the point you do? is 
we, 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 in, in my coalition, for example, we've got researchers and we try to engage community members and children specifically because if they don't even know what their rights is, they don't have the knowledge, they can't have the skill and they, they can't know where to go should something go wrong. And it, it starts with educating the child because there was a recent study that done in, in Gauteng that showed that there are more men who say they have raped than women who are admitting to have been raped. Mm-hmm. So it means we need to educate. And that was my problem, is that the type of education that we then dished out to 1.1 million people was incorrectly placed and the tone was incorrect. The issues raised up by OPW are valid, but the tone and the vehicle used to raise up those issues were incorrect. And I'm saying in our individual spaces, we should call out, um, you know, even if it's a son of our legend um, who has passed on, who who's then, uh, you know, uh, gets, and I gets, think gets, that is what Kolani is highlighting. We, I spoke out and I continue to speak out. And, and the difference between OPW on Sunday and the previous episodes is the escalation, Sakina. The previous season, it was the season of the the side chick. I even tweeted one of the Sundays, hashtag side chicks have won 2015, hashtag OPW, because it's almost like a, it's like a flavor of the season that they, that they, that they carry. The week before, I was tweeting again about how the, the guy, um, went out with, uh, um, married this, this, this now woman, but when, when he met her, he used to visit the woman's house when he moved into the neighborhood. And when she was 17, she went to write a metric exam and he then proposed or engaged her on that day. But we know that they had uh, some sexual relation, which in my context, it's rape, when she was young. And he did that visiting the woman at her parents' house. That's another issue. And mm. I spoke out. But the difference is I don't have an audience of 1.1 million. So, yes, you're not going to hear me every day speak out about every issue there is. But where I see it, where I know it exists, I do speak out. And that's Dr. Tlaleng. What are you and I doing, Atikani? Uh, you know, I, I, I just wanted to, to quickly uh, state something in here because obviously... Uh, Referring to the callers, uh, what they said, in fact, because obviously I was also thinking of the issue of, um, you, do you remember the, 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 um, the issue of uh, the scene of uh, the pervert, the character on Generations? Smanga. Sorry, I don't watch that thing. Yeah, it happened. And then he, undre- he undressed, uh, maybe he was accused of undressing Namsa and he was a school kid and everything. And nobody said anything about it. So my, my, my point is here. Also referring to what the, the listener said. My point is these things are happening every day and then let's not be too harsh on OPW. Because obviously OPW, what they did is what's happening every day. Our television is just like that generally, if you can check. Talking about the so same generation. So we should be consistent in exactly, our, in our in a, Exactly. Okay. Then make sure that we, we follow up on each and every problem which is related to that. The problem, the difference and, and with, with OPW, guys, I think we, we, we're getting lost here. There's a difference between two consenting adults right and who allow infidelity in their marriages who allow side chicks who who leave their partners and do all sorts of things right there's a difference between that happening between adults which is that uncomfortable societal issue that opw initially claimed to be bringing to us i don't have a problem with that that's why i never made a big fuss about the fact that side chicks and what what it seemed to be the flavor and the tone of the previous season right Mm. we spoke about it on twitter but it wasn't a a big hoo-ha the difference today is the rape of children which was glamorized on tv 
I'm not interested in adults who are consenting to a certain... But he's saying this certain... was some school child. In, in, but you, you, you admitted that you don't yeah, watch I don't, it. I don't so watch it. And, and that's but, why but, I'm saying it's individual, Sakina. You need to understand as an individual, you're... Your enabling of the rape culture, your enabling of the fertile ground. You can't wait for me and say, because I didn't speak out on generations which I don't watch, now we mustn't speak up on OPW. That's what rapists thrive on. They thrive on you making it okay for them to keep doing that because no one spoke yesterday. Well, we're speaking out today. So then what? Why must we keep quiet today because we didn't speak out yesterday? But, 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 but my point here exactly is, you know, I think we need to look at the general way of solving the problem instead of focusing on OPW. Because obviously this is a general problem. that Because we, we always see these things everywhere. I used to work myself at a petrol station somewhere else and I used to see these people coming with young children and everything. And we usually don't report it, obviously, what happens. Why didn't you report it? Unfortunately, you know, I, I didn't report it because I thought maybe like, yeah, I mean. And I guess the other issue that this highlights the, is, uh, uh, like from what the listeners are saying, is that perhaps, uh, you know, we, 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 we have a tendency of going for the easier, the softer targets in terms of who we call out. Oh, no, no, no. This is what M-Net is being is highlighted. Not an easy target. Yeah. They are not an easy target. Those children who are being raped are easy targets. And that's what I'm trying to get us to see, that Mnet went and aired that. They've, they made money from all of that. They have 1.1 million viewers. Mm-hmm. So their message is deliberate. There's nothing um, uh, you know, uh, clouded about that episode and why it was. They're making money. And I'm saying is they must then take responsibility. They are part of society. Well, the target I'm talking about is not Mnet. I'm talking about the specific person um, that we are talking about when, as you heard, as Tlolani was highlighting, there are people in our society, high-profile people who are guilty of doing exactly the same thing. And yet, we don't see the huge outcry around that. And, and I mean, in Pretoria, there's a counselor who was circulating pictures of himself with a child, you know. Or she that was doing was, the circulating. Yeah, or, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and she was tendering as she but put you, but, it. But yeah. crazy and, things see, like that. And you see how, 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 how it's, it's, it, the, the reaction is slow and it's guarded and people must consider this, consider. There is nothing to consider when an adult in whatever form or manner, violates a child. There is no consideration. The only consideration is where is the nearest police station to report this? And let the police investigate. You've done your part. Let them come back to us and say there's no case here. But we can't be the judge. We can't be the player. We can't be the parents. And we, we are still saying to, and I'll go back to this point, it's the black woman. Sakina, whose dignity remains violent, violated. It's not just the black woman. I remember reading something last week about a, a, a young man who had received an award mm. and he was talking about how he was violated as a child. And someone on my Twitter timeline is saying, uh, you know, uh, it's, it, 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 it can't be that boys also go through this. I will tell you that there are women who prey on young boys, on children. They, they do, do these everything. things. And, and what I'm everything. saying is, then why do we then... Look at it this way. The dignity, right? Mm -hmm. Why are white people not portrayed that way when we see their weddings on top billing? Because they also have scandals. Why is that narrative of rapists and older men preying on children? Why is that narrative being celebrated with a viewership of 1.1 million black South Africans? Why is that message being carried through? 
And why is top billing not reflecting that in their weddings, the societal ills, the uncomfortable uh, societal issues, when they show us their weddings? And, 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 and that's what I'm saying. This thing is intersectional, Sakina. It's not just about a message of rape. And if, 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 if that's what we're saying that wedding shows do, they celebrate the journey of love. Well, then can we know the scandals then of the ex-rugby players and the models whose weddings we've witnessed on top billing? Why were their edited footage portrayed differently? And that's my point. It's a deliberate portrayal of a black woman and a black life. Okay, let's go to the lines and let's run through them. Um, uh, Anonymous in Port Chipston, good morning. Hey, thank you, Sakina. Uh, I'm quite disappointed with your guest now, but he, he started very well. But now she's losing sex because the two previous callers, they made a very uh, sexual uh, or they raised very sexual findings or questions. But now she's kind of like running away. Let's deal with facts here. By, uh, the, the OPW, by actually uh, broadcasting this, uh, it's actually a, a game for her so that they can fight it, not to fight OPW. So now they, they must fight the root cause of a problem, not not the mm. MNET. But yeah, they have to be responsible uh, at some point in time for broadcasting recklessly, but not fighting them like this. Because now they are being, op- I think there is an opportunistic situation now of uh, having to gain a momentum. While this, it was not broadcasted, or if it was edited, they, they couldn't have been saying anything about it, and it could have been hidden forever. But now it was. It was. It is a real show, and it, 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 it has been broadcasted. And then let's deal with the problem, not fighting with these people. Thank you very much. Thanks, anonymous. Let's go to Cynthia and Joburg. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Thank you. Um, I just want to say we must question what is rape. Rape is forcing um, a, a, a vulnerable person, whether it's a child or. A, a boy child or a girl child to do what he or she doesn't want. And rape is a very broad concept. That's why we can, we can even talk about the rape of the earth. You know, things are being done unnaturally and things are being forced. And this is a societal problem. So it must be tackled by society. You know, prospective parents should be counseled. Um, children should be counseled at school to um, respect themselves and to stand up for their rights and so on. It is something that, and it must be big business, must also not be allowed to profit from um, from exploiting the vulnerable because, um, you know, boys, as you say, are targeted and girls are targeted. And society, you can't just punish the criminal. You must actually... Um, see it as starting in the home because everything starts in the home. One's moral values, one's outlook on life, one's respect for others, one's respect for oneself, everything starts at home. So you've got to tackle it very, very broadly. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Thank you so much, Cynthia and Joburg. Staying in Joburg, Fern, good morning. Oh, uh, golly. Hello, Fern. Oh, hi. Um, yes. I've got an emergency that's just happened as well, unfortunately, while I've been waiting. Um, I just wanted to say this has all the um, the identity of a forced marriage. This child clearly did not consent to this marriage. It was arranged on her behalf, and there is somebody who is sitting for a very long term in jail who did exactly that, it was a case that was decided this year called the Jazili case, and uh, it's um, something which I highlighted in my uh, um, Day of the Girl Child a message on the International Council of Women Facebook page. 
and it can be read there. Thank you. Bye. Okay, uh, Fern, uh, please stay on the line. Just want to take your details there quickly. Uh, Tolani Numtata, good morning. Tolani? We should be thankful of what happened at the OPW rather than criticize them mm. because of the reality that was revealed. We wouldn't have known about it. And now that we know, the question is, what, where, do, where do we go from here? Oh, by the way, there is a couple in Britain who were celebrating 90 years of their marriage. One is 109 and the other one is 102. If you then uh, sort of uh, do some arithmetic, one was 19, which is the husband. The wife was 12 at the time. And everybody is celebrating with them, having been married for 90 years. So we need to look at these things in all. So it's not about a black child, as your guest is talking about trying to be in uh, whatever is happening, which is wrong. How do we handle a situation like what is happening? Because it is happening. It is continuously happening. I am from the Eastern Cape. We've heard about forced marriages in part of the Eastern Pondolent and all that. How do we handle it? That mm. now is in mm. the public. Thank you so much. Uh, Tolani Nosipokulu says, uh, TV is an influence uh, bottom line broadcasting on such a platform unwittingly actually endorses these ills that are killing us. Uh, Prince Charles III says, again, the only crime OPW did was to reward the perpetrator with airtime and a check for finally marrying his victim. Um, uh, Dumi says, the child in generations was having an affair with her teacher and did an abortion. Um, uh, you should watch and be informed about that. And uh, uh, this one from Obri Machitli saying, we need to be more critical in how we actually consume uh, media. And a uh, few more coming through. Angelo uh, Capola saying, uh, the solution, every time we see a sugar daddy and school children uh, getting takeouts, ask them to post for a picture and actually post it. Mm. So those are some of the comments coming through. There are so many more. What we'll do is we'll take them all and storyify them so you can go and read all these messages on our uh, website, www.safm.co.za. And to our guests this morning, you literally have 15 seconds each just to wrap it up. Tikani, let me start with you. Okay. Um, you know, what I, what I can say like, as a bottom line for me, I think... Um, we need to look at the issue holistically and solve the problem and then stop attacking maybe specific people. Um, one of the solutions that I can come up with myself is educating people, understanding rape, what is rape and, and everything. So that will be a better solution, I think. Thank you. I'm saying just rape culture has to fall and it starts with each of us. If you see something, take a stand and, and let's educate our girls' children so that they understand and they have the knowledge to know what's wrong and what has been done to them so that they can act uh, because this country needs its women and we cannot leave the black child behind. And that's unfortunately where we have, we have to leave it this morning. Thanks so much for your participation. Uh, to our guest this morning, Dr. Tlaleng Mufukeng, medical doctor and member of the Sexual and Reproductive Justice Coalition and one of our regular listeners here at SAFM, Chikani Vukea. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll be back, uh, God willingly, tomorrow morning between 6 and 9 a.m.